This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 239, baby, oh yeah. In today's episode, I speak to the Hellraiser. Yes, he is finally back. If you are a new listener and you are wondering why is his name the Hellraiser, because he raises hell, let's say. Hell is a place which we normally imagine under Earth, like in a different world to Earth. Well, he brings hell to Earth and especially to my life. So yes, he is finally back. But before we start, I just want to say that family membership will be open soon. So that's the Rock and Roll English family where there are more than 700 extra episodes all with a transcript and lots of other wonderful amazing things. It will be open again in the next two weeks I believe. I'm just putting the final touches on it but watch out for tomorrow because there will be an extra podcast because I have an exciting announcement. So anyway on to today's podcast where I talk to the Hellraiser about how to be a rock star at life okay and we speak about many important things like going to the toilet in the sea willy warmers so remember willy is a nice way to say penis and we speak about willy warmers things that warm your willy we also speak about vodka going in your eye the difference between falling off and falling over a table walking down the road with a traffic cone on your head now a cone is the things to like divert traffic they often put them in the road we talk about waking up with stop signs outside your house and people falling out of coconut trees but that's enough of me here is the podcast happy listening hellraiser how are you today hey martin i'm great how are you Always fantastic, Hellraiser. Always fantastic. Also very relieved that finally, after a long, probably three-week battle, I have managed to fix you down to this meeting and finally we are here talking. What a relief. I know. I'm pretty happy as well. Happy to be here. Okay. We're happy to have you. The fans wanted you, um, so that's why I persisted. I persevered. I kept going, let's say. Um, Sure, the fans don't have to send you 20 messages a week and then sit by their computer at an agreed time for for then you to say, oh, I can't do it anymore. But sure, you're here. And that's the most important thing. Yeah, let's just focus on where we are now rather than the the battle, the journey. Exactly. It's about the destination. Let's look forwards, not backwards. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, so um, Hellraiser, how do we usually start the show? Uh, reviews. Oh, yeah. Do you think we have a review? Yeah. Yeah, we have. It's from Sabine Chicotosto, I think. I was more confident with the first name, but I hope I did an all right job with the surname as well. And it says, Ciao, Martin and gang. Just a quick note to say I truly enjoy your pod. You and your friends are doing a fantastic job. 
Listening to your stories has become a daily routine. I often find myself cracking up laughing, which of course causes some strange looks from people around me. All of your friends are great. I'm a bit lazy to mention all the names. However, I need to say that Boom Boom Cannon has a beautiful voice. Thanks so much and keep on rocking. Sabina. Oh, it's Sabina, not Sabine. Never mind. It's written in two different ways on the same review. Not my fault. But then she continues to say, what I forgot to mention is I'm improving my colloquial English vocabulary every single day thanks to your pod. I'm from Zurich, Switzerland. Maybe a new country to be added to your fan base. Lastly, in case you've forgotten, it has come home to Rome. Hashtag Martin nearly 40. Um, So... I must admit, I enjoyed the first part of the review a lot better. But uh, thank you very much for that, Sabina. No mention of your name, Hellraiser, but Boom Boom got another mention there for his beautiful voice. He's a beautiful man. Uh, he can't can't fight against that. That was a great review. It's heartwarming. But indeed, um, yeah, Boom Boom is a great man, and sorry, a beautiful man, and obviously has a beautiful voice. I think they obviously go together and the the hashtag there martin nearly 40 i I thought i had shaken that off so i thought i'd got rid of that but never mind so um thank you again for that sabina so on to today's pod so hellraiser given that your lifestyle let's say and as we mentioned so difficult to say yes to a meeting because of your rock and roll spirit i thought we could do a podcast how to live like a rock star okay Great. Tell me. And well, you'll be telling us from from what I understand. So I've done my five minutes research and it says like rock and roll is a lifestyle. OK. And the first thing to be rock and roll is have no fear. Do you describe yourself as that Hellraiser having no fear? Just, just to be clear, I I, um, I work in an office. Uh, I'm not <laughs> as much as I would like to be. I'm not a rock and roll star. Uh, those dreams have gone far away, but we can we can still pretend and dream about that together. Sure. Well, I think it's more of the spirit, though, Hellraiser, because in fact, this is what this article was. It's not about how to be an actual rock star. In fact, I think it was how to be a, a rock star at life. Okay. So whatever your job, it's more of the spirit. Okay, and that's what we're talking about. Got it. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Um, have no fear. Mm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm a bit scared of like some animals, but apart from that, yeah, no fear. Go yes. for it. I think this is what's holding me back. So the thing stopping me um, is I'm scared of all animals um, and just lo- lots of things in life in general. So I think this is the thing that really is just holding me back. I, I was in the sea the other day and I got uh, bitten by a fish and... Oh my god! I cannot tell you the fear. I I literally legged it out of the water. So I just ran out of the water immediately. I think it was a shark bite, though. Of the, judging by my foot, I tell you. <laughs> really? Uh, I just got back from um, a trip to the to, to Egypt, and uh, I was about to. I was doing some diving, and I was about to get into the water. And as I was walking to the shore to get in, there a guy just started screaming at the top of his voice on the beach and then everybody kind of ran towards him to see what was going on obviously i was just about to get in and go diving there 
uh, and uh, yeah, he completely freaked out. Uh, it turned out that there was a sea urchin that had um, spiked his hand. It wasn't anything more than that, but it was a, it was pretty worrying as I was getting in. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, those sea urchins are those kind of spiky things. It's it's difficult to describe, but that that would be me, absolutely me, the person screaming. Um, because anything touches me, even if a bit of like seaweed or even, you know, you get like some just sort of like leaves or something sometimes or whatever. If anything touches me when I'm in the sea, I shit my pants and that's the end of it. Just reminded me, a friend of mine uh, actually did accidentally shit himself in the sea. And then... When... Sorry, uh, sorry. How, how can you accidentally literally shit your pants? Well, a bit... If you are an adult, I mean, my child does this quite a lot, but she's only seven months old. But if you're an adult, how can you accidentally shit your pants? Well, it's a surprise shit, isn't it? I mean, you're not, you're not expecting it. You don't know what's going on. You're, you're not in Surely control. you can just hold it in because you're in control of your bowels, um, which is like the part of the body which controls if you shit or not. Ideally, you are in control of you bowels that's the point of them but he wasn't i think he had some kind of stomach bug i think he actually got into the water because there was no like toilet facilities around so he walked into the water just as a, as a uh, as a kind of like a plan b and then <laughs> shot himself in the sea little did he know that all of the fish would enjoy this so they all swam around him in a in a swarm and just started jumping out of the water into his shit and eating his shit so he tried to uh, do it so he would have like a private a private shit in the sea and it turned out that he just took a, a lot more attention towards himself so much to dissect from that story there um so some lovely vocabulary a swarm of fish like a lot let's say but i mean i think the rule is you can piss in the sea but you cannot shit in the sea. You, that's not acceptable. Everyone knows, everyone, you can piss in that in the sea, no problem at all. But you can't go to shit. And you said that was his plan B. What was plan A? Shit on the beach? Plan A was shit in a toilet. Um, <laughs> no toilets around. <laughs> Had to have a quick rethink. All right, there's the sea. Let's just, uh, let's just see, see what happens. And um, yeah, right. it didn't turn out very well for him. Right. Okay. Well, a lesson learned there for everyone. Apparently, fish love human shit. Apparently, so Definitely, if you're yeah. going to do that and you you think you're just going to do a quiet shit in the sea, think again. Just yeah, think twice. Have a have a think. <laughs> yeah, really consider Plan A. I would say before you go to Plan B. Hundred percent. Yeah. My... Really push for Plan A. <laughs> so the next thing. Um, to be a rock star at life it says do what you love love what you do okay now Hellraiser's got some like secret job no one really knows what he does but looking at your work history Hellraiser has this always been the case because in the past you were an auditor so if people aren't familiar with this job it's basically just counting counting just doing just counting to a hundred every day Um, or like checking everything's okay at like businesses um, with the money they earn. I mean, how much did you love that, Hellraiser? I did love that a lot. Basically, yeah, you've explained it pretty well. I would just go into different people's offices and just ask, is everything okay? They would say, yeah. And then I would go to the next <laughs> office and, and do the same. And then at the end of the day, just write an email saying everything's okay. Uh, and then, yeah, it just got yeah. a bit dry, really. I, 
yeah, it was it was a bit dry. Wasn't the worst job I've had though. Um, I think we were talking about this earlier, actually. Bad jobs. One of the worst jobs I had was moving bricks. Uh, I did. I wasn't even familiar with this one. Obviously, I think we've spoken about your job at the milk factory um, in a previous podcast. But moving bricks. So it was just literally, can you move this brick from here to there? Yeah. Yeah, essentially. Um, <laughs> across uh, from one side, one house to another, um, or from one uh, yard to another. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was a bit worse. A bit. I, I enjoyed it less than the the auditor job because it was. You know, it was quite hard as well. Bricks are heavy. I wasn't taking them one by one either. There would be like a few. You just carrying one brick at a time. Um, but yeah, I'm sure, obviously, you've got a degree. I can't remember what it's in. Something related to economics. I'm sure that really came in handy. So it was really useful when you were moving those bricks, hey? Oh, definitely. Oh, you've got to count the bricks, haven't you? <laughs> can't, just, can't just take them over willy-nilly. <laughs> it's got to be a plan. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, counting, I think, only people that study economics can count, can't they? Because that's something they teach you. Exactly. Um, it's a big part of economics. It's a, <laughs> one, of my, one of my main... I think I did my, um, my dissertation on that as well, counting. <laughs> yeah, tough skill, that one. Tough skill. I also did, uh, I did work experience at um, a snooker club. Like everybody else kind of did it at actual jobs mine was at snooker club and they taught me how to clean the tables clean the balls empty ashtrays pour beers cook burgers pouring beer came in handy later in your life when you were then running a pub um so yeah, absolutely yeah skills for life <laughs> exactly probably not, what, probably not what a 15 year old should be doing but whatever i loved it I actually remember when you did that and I was quite jealous of you actually because I thought that sounded like a great job. So the the next one, to be a rock star, you need to adopt a kind of fuck the police attitude, okay? Um, apparently Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones once said, I've never had a problem with drugs. I've only had problems with the police, okay? I think we'll just ignore the drugs part of that sentence just in case any, uh, any police are listening but um what about run-ins with the police have you had have you any have you ever had any of them hellraiser absolutely not no never <laughs> why would you ask that on a public podcast <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking one of something you uh, brought up recently of when um you would always steal bottles of ketchup from the kebab shop of like the liter bottles and then the police the police caught you doing that once didn't they you knew you nearly had to go to prison i think yeah that was it my life could have taken a completely different direction <laughs> just for stealing a, a ketchup bottle absolutely because i thought that was hilarious and then i actually started doing it myself always trying to copy you hellraiser and sure. then remember having literally liters of the stuff at home because at, in the kebab shop, they would have like litre bottles, wouldn't they, of ketchup and then waking up in the morning and then there's a, well, probably even bigger, two litre bottle of ketchup <laughs> downstairs. Yeah, I think I did. I did nearly get caught um, stealing road signs. 
and bringing them to my to my parents' house. Obviously, they knew about it because there was big stop signs outside their front door. And I put a diversion sign in my neighbor's driveway. And my mum woke me up very early in the morning and she was she was livid. I haven't seen her that angry before or since. Uh, it is a strange thing how stealing ro- road signs just seems to be just such a hilarious thing to do when you're sort of 16, 17. There's nothing funnier than walking down the road with a traffic cone on your head. Do you find me something more amusing? Or using it as a trumpet? That's, I mean, that's great. And they're free as well. Um, kind of. Uh, I think pub- public money you're essentially wasting. Yeah, we, there, all, but, um, we all own them. Just it's Really just taking what's yours. Hey. Uh, definitely, yeah. Okay, so next on my list is um, sleep when you're dead. Okay, take that attitude again. Keith Richards, apparently I've got an example of, um, apparently he stayed up for nine days straight. So without sleeping, apparently ended in an injury though. Um, so never mind. But um, what about you, Hellraiser? Have you ever stayed up late or, you know, got an injury from your rock star lifestyle? Um, fell over a table once recently and uh, <laughs> got some stitches in my face that was a laugh um i mean i can see how you can fall over you know something that you can't see on the floor maybe even a big bottle like you kick that or a, a chair how can you fall over a table did you not see the table i've no idea i if i knew that then you know i, I could tell you but <laughs> for me it's a mystery just one minute standing, the next minute on the floor. Right, okay. Um, I think this is a good um, opportunity to highlight the difference between fall over and fall off. Because if you fall over, you're walking and like, you walk into it and then you fall over. But falling off means you were on it and fell off. So which one of those was it? I think I was in transit. I was going from on to off, but <laughs> over the top. And uh, it was it was all a bit confusing, to be honest. But at the end of it, yeah, it, it, it did hurt. Right. So just be careful of tables, everyone out there. Just just don't try not to stand on them. Yeah. Mm, Nine sure. days is a long time, though. That is that is a long time. I, I, that, I, I, that is. I mean, I can't equal that, that's for sure. Didn't he fall out of a coconut tree at the end of it? <laughs> I didn't do enough research to... Uh, to find that that's that's probably what like put him off to sleep wasn't it he was you know just climbing a coconut tree banged his head and then he was out cold so when you're out cold it's like you're unconscious and then had a bloody good sleep I bet he did, yeah. um but I'm, I'm not sure um thinking of um injuries though i remember one of our friends once had a bottle of vodka and put it to his eye like so the vodka touched his eye um, which was hilarious at the time. But again, he got an eye infection and had to have a few days off work, if I if I remember. So there's always a price to pay for these hilarious jokes, okay? Um, and finding other rock and roll stories, I, I, apparently I saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers played full live shows wearing nothing but their socks. Yeah. I mean, what do you think of this Hellraiser? I mean, why socks? That, that's the most uncomfortable thing, surely. No, I mean, why? Why not? Where were the socks? Were they wearing them on their feet? Or <laughs> good point. Did not think about that. Did not. I again. I didn't do enough research, so maybe someone can tell me the answer. But just as a willy because warmer. if you're wearing them on your feet, 
a willy warmer. <laughs> Not sure if that is an item of clothing, um, but now it can be. We can invent a willy warmer, Hellraiser. Why don't you make rock and roll English willy warmers? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they would sell like hotcakes. A lovely term there to say something. We should get some f- feedback on that from the listeners if, they, if they'd be up for it. I can design it. No worries. Uh, yeah, I mean that again. If if I'm wearing nothing but socks, I would rather wear a sock on my willy than just on my feet. This is something else that was on the list. So, like, basically to make up your own fashion rules, like to be original, which again something that you most definitely do, Hellraiser. Um, you've always sort of you know put your middle finger up to. Um, the sort of standard fashion trends at the time. Um, do you remember when the neckerchief was in fashion? So just in case people aren't familiar with this, kind of like a handkerchief, which again, I don't really understand what a handkerchief is for. It's kind of like a tissue that you wear on like a suit, let's say, in the pocket, just to look cool. Imagine one of those round your neck and uh, you ha- you had that for a bit, didn't you, Hellraiser? Yeah, I don't know if you think that was in fashion at the time. Uh, well that's what I'm saying about you being original though, of like you making up your own fashion rules of saying like fuck you to the system yeah I've been through a few phases I think um, <laughs> one of the uh, one, of, one of the most uh, fun ones was where I used to wear uh, silver leggings out that was that, that was quite a fun time yeah just your standard you know normal fashion sense wearing silver leggings not even black leggings yeah um the the neckerchief thing though again i think just trying to copy you as always hellraiser i kind of tried it once not the stand like the real neckerchief though just having something like round my neck and i remember kind of feeling like someone was strangling me the whole night and quickly having to get rid of it were they well no one was but because i had this thing tied around my neck and you know you're drinking your throat is moving and you've got that thing kind of like around your neck it's not comfortable you're you're a strange man aren't you so the last one hellraiser is march to the beat of your own drum which again is kind of basically a way to say like to be original make up your own rules um, and again, you definitely do this Hellraiser when arranging meetings. So I just want to bring up an example here. So again, trying to like get the Hellraiser at a specific time. So yesterday, um, he said, well, a couple of days ago, I can do the weekend. And I said, right, okay. And then I said, this afternoon. Then the Hellraiser said, let's, what about 5.30? Can you do 5.30? So I said, yes, perfect. And then one minute later, the Hellraiser responded, I can't do 5.30. I mean, who suggests a time and then one minute later says, no, I can't do that? Yeah. Um, yeah, things are a bit up in the air at the moment. Uh, <laughs> it's just because, I, you know, obviously I really wanted to have this chat and the pod and I was excited about it. And then I was just double booking all over the shop. <laughs> I mean, so you double booked yourself in the space of one minute because you proposed 5.30 to me. I said yes, and you responded one minute later and said, no, I can't do 5.30 anymore. Slots are getting taken up like hotcakes. I mean, I can't, <laughs> I can't say it any clearer than that. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's tough. 
and that is the life of a true rock and roll star not an actual rock and roll star rock and roll star at life okay so i hope everyone's um learned a few things i d- i certainly have so thanks a lot for your time hellraiser who knows when we will see you again well soon hopefully let's mm. let's well, I, let's be positive well just I'll, book in I'll advance try and just <laughs> <laughs> plan it i mean I'll, I'll start booking now then for some time probably next year okay and because you know you're, those slots are going in one minute so this hectic at the moment i'm not gonna lie to you I, I i can imagine okay well thanks as always for your time hellraiser we'll see you soon all right see you all uh just remember don't shit in the sea <laughs> perfect sort of thing there to finish the podcast just keep that in your mind okay you do that and everything else is fine everything falls into place everything's fine Okay, thanks, Hellraiser. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Cheers, bye. Okay, so that was me and the Hellraiser speaking about how to be a rock star at life. And speaking of rock stars, Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones, this story about him falling out of a coconut tree is something that I will explore in the Rock and Roll English family member tomorrow. So for members, make sure you pay attention to the group. Anyway, having a look at some of the vocabulary, we're only going to look at five items of vocabulary because basically it's Sunday night, 10.30 at night, and I'm recording this because I leave everything to the last minute. So we're only going to do five. So at the beginning, I said to the Hellraiser, I persevered. So when you persevere with something it's when you keep trying you do not give up so I didn't give up when the Hellraiser was not responding to my messages I just kept going I didn't give up I persevered we also spoke about having a run-in with the police when you have a run-in with someone it's like a disagreement let's say where maybe there's some arguing, a bit of an incident, something happened, that's having a run-in with someone. We also spoke about Willy Warmers selling like hotcakes. And we even had that term again when the Hellraiser said slots for his busy life were getting taken up like hotcakes. Because think about hotcakes. People want to buy them, don't they? Because they're hot, they're nice, they're tasty, so they sell very quickly, like Willy Warmers obviously do. Um, and the lovely term, march to the beat of your own drum, okay? So when you make the rules, a real rock and roll term, that. And right at the end, the Hellraiser said, I was just double booking myself all over the shop, which is a lovely informal British term, which basically means in a confused disorganized state let's say which is exactly like the hellraiser's life anyway all of the rest of the rock and roll vocabulary will be on the website rockandrollenglish.com slash episode 239 remember to pay attention to the podcast tomorrow i will see you all very soon people but in the meantime just keep on rocking baby Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.